Here we are at the start of North Street, notorious for sex work, especially in Victorian York. The historian Frances Finnegan, in her book Poverty and Prostitution, conducted archival research, examined newspaper reports, magistrate court proceedings, slum clearances, and workhouse records to construct her study of the 1,400 prostitutes and brothel keepers operating in Victorian York. Finnegan's research complements other historical analysis on sex work by highlighting the relationship between women working as prostitutes, the state, poverty, working class communities, the regulation of the female body, and the fact that sex work has always been work that women can engage in to make a living or extra money. As Finnegan documents, the Victorian streetwalker's career was generally tragic and brief, overshadowed by poverty and characterised throughout by desperation, drunkenness. Frequent prison sentences and disease. Finnegan reports lack of employment opportunities, notoriously low-paid service work, and needle trades, as well as the attraction of the races and fairs that brought in visitors, tourists, but also prostitutes from Leeds, Hull, and Bradford. Even women from Nottingham in York for the Martinmas Fair were picked up for soliciting. The problem of prostitution. Is often dealt with by regulating the women involved, especially their bodies and sexualities. Throughout recorded history, we find examples of this: Victorian lock hospitals, the regulation of medieval brothels as a necessary evil, and dress codes that distinguish prostitutes from respectable women. Prostitutes were construed as a danger to public health in response to moral panics about sexually transmitted diseases. This led to the introduction of the Contagious Diseases Act of 1864, 1866, and 1869. The acts were passed to respond to and prevent the spread of sexually transmitted diseases in garrison towns and ports. Initially, the act enabled the police and the medical profession to force women to undergo a medical inspection, and if found positive, they could be detained against their will in a lock hospital for up to three months. Treated with mercury, if found to have an STD, many women died of mercury poisoning. Alan Corbin illustrates how the various discourses around prostitution at this time, especially that associated with public health, led to a series of principles that structured the regulation of prostitution to this very day: tolerance, containment, and surveillance. Corbin tells us the first task of regulation. Is to bring the prostitute out of the foul darkness and remove her from the clandestine swarming of vice, in order to drive her back into an enclosed space under the purifying light of power. Regulation emerges from the image of the brothel as symbolic of debauchery, perversion, disease, and decay.